0: my
1: a little bit okay. okay i am good all right hi guys uh we are back um this is uh we're recording on saturday evening of dragon con so this has been our like second full day um it's only like nine or so we're probably actually gonna go back in, in a little bit and check out some like the evening parties but we had sort of a break and we needed to come home and let the dogs out Ooh. Ooh.
2: Ooh. <sighs> why why i would you knew do that why i knew i that? knew that yeah, was gonna happen own.
1: Uh, obviously it's just me, Mark and Christy again. Um, well, and,
2: and Alicia's Alicia right here. Yeah. And, and Alicia can is... hear her on my mic. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. And, and Statler in the background there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, second, like full day, the Saturdays are always like crazy busy. Cause, uh, so many people come in on like the day passes. Uh, so it was definitely like a lot more people than yesterday. Mm hmm uh yeah so it was a lot busier but it also meant that uh there were a lot more of like the bigger like higher draw sort of panels and stuff like that um on the weekends on the saturday days uh saturdays so uh yeah so i guess like just we should just talk a little bit about like what we did today and what we saw and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. somebody go
0: yeah because we were separated for a lot of the day yeah this was
1: yeah this was a day that like uh we sort of um we we A couple of us were together at certain times, but most of the day we were all sort of went our separate ways, and then we kind of all got back together at the end of the day.
2: The beauty of a con like this is that they're programming specifically to, like, they're targeting certain people, and, like, we're not necessarily targeted exactly the same way, so stuff that is, like, Christy voiceover, like, we're going to do talk about puppetry or something like that is Mm -hmm. obviously not something I'm going to go to and me going and seeing some production designer who's been working since, like, the 70s is yeah. way more up my alley than you guys. So
1: Yeah. And so I, I spent a big chunk of my day um, in the High Fantasy track because Alicia was actually on two panels today. So she was on uh, one panel on uh, it was basically a, uh, a book club where they had um, uh, told people ahead of time, like, hey, you should read Tolkien's adaptation of, or Tolkien's uh, translation of Beowulf. And uh, and then we'll discuss it at the convention. And so that was what happened. And uh, it was uh, Alicia and our friend Kirsten that uh, moderated that. And uh, so Alicia got to recite some of Beowulf in the original Anglo-Saxon. Crushed it, too. Yeah, which is really cool. She and
2: seen
1: that. You read part of it. You heard a very small part of it on our trip to uh, Oxford. It's a good thing Kirsten doesn't listen to our podcast. Um. And then, uh, yeah, so there's that. And then uh, immediately after that, uh, she was on a panel where they were basically just sort of giving an overview on the Inklings, the Inklings being uh, the group that Tolkien and C.S. Lewis were part of at Oxford that was sort of like a story circle kind of idea. Like they would all go around and read from whatever they were working on and critique each other's work and that kind of thing. And uh, so Alicia talked about... Probably the least well known of the four core inklings, uh, Owen Barfield,
2: who had a lot name of... I never heard before like <laughs> told me I was like, oh okay uh, but who had a
1: lot of influence on uh, Tolkien's appreciation for like philology and uh, and linguistics uh, and sort of uh, yeah more of the the language side of things, which I think is one area that Tolkien obviously had a, a big mastery and a big interest in.
2: Uh Yeah, so yeah. that was like that. we were together for that one. Like, yeah, that's three of us. I showed up on halfway the Beowulf one. Yep. Yeah. And uh and then Christy showed up right before the actual English one. Yeah. Yep. So we were there we were together for that and we split up again after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> that's when I went saw um well, William Stout.
0: Why don't we start with your day chronologically?
2: Why don't we start with your day chronologically because I can't remember yeah. my day chronologically. Christy, um, what did we do this morning? <laughs>
0: So this morning, Tim and I went to go see Catherine Tate, and she was awesome.
1: Catherine Tate, for those of you that might not know, a uh, British comedian actress who uh, is probably best known for her work on uh, Doctor Who as Donna Noble, mm-hmm. uh, one of the companions of the David Tennant Doctor, uh, 11th Doctor? Yep. Tennant. No, ten. he's the 10th. Tennant's 10th, ten. sorry. Uh, and also, uh, her, well, in the U S at least, uh, her work on the last, like, last season or the last couple of seasons,
0: seasons of, of the, of the
1: U S office. Yep. Um, so
0: she was, um, Nellie, uh, in the office, Nellie Bertram. Yeah. And, um, she also has her own show, the Catherine Tate show on the oh, yes, BBC, um, it, where she does a very, a couple of very famous characters. And, like you could just see people there who were freaking out that she was, uh, she was there at all. Yeah, well,
1: she has like her own like sketch comedy show yeah, in the UK I was just saying, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and she's, and the people um, are really into.
0: But uh, I went up about halfway through the thing. I looked at Tim and I was like, Do you <laughs> think if I go up, I'll get to ask a question? And I asked him if, you know, asking her, she didn't, she doesn't have uh, social media. So I was going to ask what the weirdest um, encounter she had with a fan was, you know, just a pretty generic question. Well,
1: because she only recently sort of started going to conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's saying during the panel, like uh, last mm-hmm. year, um, basically because. Of her, John Barrowman, who does like tons of fucking cons,
2: Captain uh, oh, Jack.
1: Yeah, and, and is at Dragon is Con right? this year as well. I know, yeah, um, he is he
2: there. He is. he a split though? Is he going to Toronto? I
1: I'm not sure. He was going to Maybe. Toronto this year. He did last year, I think. I think. But, he split weekend. Um, so he basically like asked Donna Noble, like, why aren't or not Don 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 Noble, and Catherine Noble. Tate, uh, why are you not doing cons? And she was like, nobody fucking wants to hear from like a companion to Doctor Who from like eight years ago and he was like, Oh no, they do. Oh, they absolutely do. Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: <laughs> apparently like her first con, she like stepped out and there was just like a sea of people and she was just like, Whoa! yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, um so anyway, I she's so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. She was so candid and great.
1: And so much charisma. So
0: much charisma. It's just charming as hell. And um we I ended up being able to go up for the lightning round. Uh, And I asked her my question... And she gave the shitty answer. Um she was like
2: It was pretty funny to be yeah. fair. You, you, like, you can watch this right all right on yeah. our Facebook page. Yeah. I live streamed it. Which unfortunately I did because I went to another panel and I, I was like my first thing was like, oh shit, I yeah. should have gone to that just yeah. to well, see Christy get fucking owned yeah. on stage. What but, what question do you ask her, Christy?
0: So I asked her what was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to her, like fan wise, like what's the weirdest thing a fan is? Weirdest
1: like fan interaction Yeah. Of thing. Yeah.
0: And she was like, Oh, well, it's happening right now. And <laughs> I like Felt the burn so hard and just like snoopied my way
1: halfway it's funny off yeah. the page. on the
2: potato quality fucking phone video from Tim, you could see Chrissy just deflate immediately when she said it. it was so
1: well, I was, I was zoomed way the fuck in to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, it uh, so and it's good. all digital zoom because it was like on my cell phone. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you could see Chrissy like sort of slinking away across the
2: stage. <laughs> she like even it's stops kind of looks back like,
0: it was intentional, obviously. Oh, no, obviously, no, you know, playing the
2: part. Chrissy
1: so was like, hamming it the fuck up. Yeah,
2: absolutely. But, <laughs> but it was still really funny <laughs> to see you, like, turn around, like, all fucking forlorn and shit. And I'm like, all right.
0: Fine. All I was playing in my head was... Doo, doo, doo. but no and then she came back she was like I was kidding because the audience was I think sided with me a little bit they were just like oh so she came back to it actually it's when people give me cookies and treats and cakes and I can't eat them because they might be filled with poison
1: Yeah. she whispered
0: to me too at one point she was was like I was
1: kidding it was also like she said in the uh, panel like she has a lot of like weird food hangups like she prefers like Food that she can like tell what it is, kind of thing. Yeah, like she doesn't like food that's like a mixture of stuff, so like baked goods or like a yeah. sauce or a soup or something. She just wants to eat like a piece of fish beside like some potatoes, yeah. kind of thing. Because I know what this yeah. is, when,
0: but she loves reading cookbooks.
1: Yeah, it's
0: <laughs> hilarious.
2: So yeah, but, she was great.
0: No, I, I think my yeah, she was just so funny. And also, though, she probably doesn't take that food because again, poison for yeah, crazy also, fans. Yeah. yeah,
2: there's a lot of fans who do not. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: razors yeah. <laughs> like <ugh. laughs> especially because a lot of people don't like Donna
2: glass, you know <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, the thing, that's the funny part because I'm not a fan of the Donna character like, I think not. she's lovely she had some great
1: moments like the, it, yeah. the the Dr. Donna episode like that was heartbreaking
0: she yeah. had a lot of emotional depth to Donna yeah Um, not that I've seen every episode but like the ones I've seen I'm just like oh, you're beautiful
1: yeah. and she was she was a really like she was a breath <laughs> of fresh air like she was a very different companion like cause she was really sassy like she was pretty combative with the Doctor and stuff like that and so that led to a lot of like good moments.
2: It's yeah. fine. I just had a huge crush on Martha. Oh, and I yeah. they replaced her with her. I was like, "What? Really? You got rid of I want my Martha back. I like yeah, Martha." Yeah, fair enough. But uh yeah. and what
1: what was it? What did you do during that period? Right? I went
2: to the uh podcast editing okay. or audio editing 101, which was uh very much a 101 and not really worth <laughs> my time after 110 episodes of this nonsense. So, uh <laughs> that wasn't super worth it but yeah. uh you know i, I met a couple of people i got some business cards and stuff so those people i'll be able to get in contact with but like yeah you're like you're like networking with yeah. the
1: people that run the whole podcasting track yeah and they were like so... very
2: curious like oh 110 episodes that's pretty like interesting like where are you guys then they were they were totally shocked i'm like no it's just one of us is here in atlanta and like i'm from toronto and blah 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 yeah
0: I think, too, like, you know, everybody has a podcast now, but it doesn't necessarily last. Mm-hmm. Or it's, like, a niche thing where they have, like, ten episodes. Well,
2: yeah. there was guys on the panel who <laughs> had less episodes than we
1: did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
2: Well, and there are some that will do, like,
1: uh, like really high production kind of stuff. Yeah. And they'll do, like, one a month or, like, one every two months kind of thing. Whereas we're very much, like, more conversational. So we can pump stuff out more often. Um, oh,
2: do we ever pump stuff out more often? Yeah. Phrasing? Yeah, um, we're going to have a serious I? conversation. Yeah.
0: <laughs> should I keep going with my day? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So um, I went then and uh, Tim and I separated because he was going to meet Mark and Alicia for her first panel. And I went to um, voicing for pup- voice uh, acting for puppets. Finding your puppet voice, which was really fun.
2: Like the most Christy possible panel. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, I, was
1: <laughs> it was so
0: like, fun. <laughs> it actually
1: had a subtitle. It was like Christy Bolton, this panel was made for you.
0: <laughs> but um Yeah, no, it was it was uh it was just rad. And they actually I actually did learn some stuff, which I wasn't necessarily expecting that I would go in there and like be, you know, like Educated as much as I was, no, I thought I'd learn something. But you're
1: gonna go in there and just like critique their well, <laughs> puppetry I I, voice acting.
0: I actually I had the same kind of worry that you had going into podcasting 101 that it would just be people would just being be really like, basic. so this is how you throw your voice. Or
2: yeah, it was very much like what? Are I have a snowball microphone. How do I get it yeah. to work with GarageBand? And I was like, well, but, we're a little bit past this, I think now. But so. Atlanta has
1: a massive uh, puppetry community. Yeah. So um, as I was telling uh, Christy earlier, That's a really weird thing to say, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Atlanta cool. Atlanta is the home of the Center for Puppetry Arts, which is literally like a few cool. blocks away from where Alicia and I used to live. Um, and it's the largest like puppetry center in the US. And they have like a massive puppetry museum and uh, i the I never thought I'd hear it spoken out loud. <laughs> and and a puppetry theater and stuff like that. And they also um, they always have a, a labyrinth themed like masquerade one one of the Dragon Con nights. Like I think it's a Friday night event or something like that. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Like you can go see like I kind of
0: want to go there tomorrow.
1: Yeah, you can go see like a bunch of like original Muppets and like uh uh Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas that uh Christmas oh. special. They
2: have a bunch of uh, puppets I from that see. and like I feel like Sesame you went Street to the Jim Henson's like museum. Something would freak you out cuz there'd be like Kermit at the Big Mouth. Pro- yeah, and there's they have a, a bunch of uh dark crystal stuff and uh. that kind of thing
1: and, and like some really like early uh Jim Henson stuff too, so
2: yeah. Well he did a lot of the puppetry for Farscape. Yeah. yeah. Farscape was a very like prop heavy show. Um, show, but cool show.
0: <clears throat> But yeah, no, it was it was still like it was very it was very fun. Um there was like I feel kind of bad saying it, but there was like the stereotype nerd was there mm. where oh, yeah, it was just like that. he kept like making comments quote unquote under his breath to his friend. And then they'd be like, what did you just say? Yeah, he was like, oh, and what What did he say? The one thing that really bothered me was sh- this woman had just made us all make like a choral sound um, to warm up, and he was like, that sounded like a bunch of Smurfs just dying. And the lady in the front was like, sorry, what did you say? And he goes, I said that sounded like a bunch of Smurfs being crushed, sorry. And Ugh. she goes, well, you know what? Every sound tells a story. Yeah. And he was just like, and then I went up and did um, a so little the- game with them and then he wanted to go up and do the same thing and he sucked at it. He was so bad and I was just like yes, yes. You this is my retribution. Dad. Yes, this is my design. <laughs> and um, I... Uh, he went down, and as soon as he sat down, he, like, bailed because he'd done such a poor job and had just been, like, so obnoxious. And I was like, this is why, like, toxic fandoms should be exposed to, like, actually trying to do things. Yeah. I
2: didn't actually go to that panel.
1: There was a couple. Like, no, there was. Yeah, there was a toxic fandom panel today. But We've had enough discussion of that
2: on yeah, the podcast. I just wanted to listen and yeah. see, like, what was going on. Yeah. I had it flagged, but it, it fell in the middle of that uh, the Williams, uh, yeah. William Stout thing. And I was like, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and then the last major thing that we did, um, like, uh, Tim and I went to go see the Stranger Things kids, which was pretty fun.
1: Yeah, they had uh, Gaten Matazaro and uh, Caleb Laughlin, who play um, Dustin Dustin and Lucas Mm -hmm. on uh, Stranger Things. And it was one of those, like, I mean, Stranger Things is obviously fucking huge right now, and so it was one of, like, in a huge room and, like, really well attended and... Uh, this was their first time being DragonCon, so like, uh, which was yeah, so it was neat to have them there, and they were they were, were, very they were sweet. yeah, they were so cute. Gate I mean, and sang yeah, Gate, Gate and sang, and like they both talked about like the charities they're involved with, and uh, it was basically just like a Q and A kind of thing, and, like shoot that down here, uh, a bunch of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Emmer um, Emmer uh, University's campus uh, has um, <clears throat> some of their like shut down or abandoned research facilities were. Uh, the research facility that 11 uh, was oh, yeah, studied in. Cool. So uh, yeah, a lot of Stranger Things is uh, was filmed in Atlanta, now- or at least in Atlanta around. And, and the mall that's in the upcoming season, you guys have seen like the trailers yep. from the new season, is a mall in, was it like Norcross or something like that? Gwinnett Place, Gwinnett Place Mall. Uh, yeah. yeah, so which is um, uh, in one of the suburbs in like the northeastern part of Atlanta. Yeah. Well
0: cool. <laughs> um the one thing i'll say about it though is it was definitely one of those panels that was like so in the service of just like the fans just seeing yeah. the people being alive yeah
2: kind of panels, and
0: really. yeah it's like i mean it, you get something from it to do it like once in a while like you know yeah, um yeah. i don't you go be, to it's a, lot be a of celebrity those. you yeah. really
2: want to go like that's why i was like stranger <clears throat> Things. because i'm like whatever if it had been like i don't know who else is there Peter Capaldi or something. Yeah, like Capaldi, yeah Capaldi. I'd have been Capaldi. like, yeah, let's go see Peter yeah. Capaldi. Yeah, absolutely. Or like, even like Walter Koenig's there, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I'd go sit in a panel where he was talking about like 60 yeah. Star Trek nonsense. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Right? But.
0: but they were only there for like 40 minutes and they pieced out.
1: Yeah, because well, part of it is just those huge rooms take a while to like load in and load out kind of thing. Yeah, so. And uh, and John Behrman's panel was the one after that, and so like That's they, shit show. John yeah, Barrerman panels are always a shit show. Yeah, I had a chance to see John Behrman at a smaller con. I think I talked about in the podcast where I did this like uh, Heroes and Villains con last last mm-hmm. summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that was a uh, smaller con, but he was there and did. Uh, it, they didn't have a lot of panels, but he did do like a little Q uh, yeah. and A stage Yeah, he's always. I like was the, like, okay, this is my chance to see a John Barrerman panel, and he's he's always, a, awesome. he's
2: always the hit of the show at fan yeah. expo when he shows up. He's just like he's like like constant showman.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And oh, it, at yeah. uh, at Dragon Con for the last couple of years, he's done a a karaoke night. It's like separately ticketed at like the Hard Rock Cafe uh, near nearby the con, and you have but you have to pay like a, another like hundred bucks to go into it oh, or whatever. It would almost be worth it to do karaoke yeah. with John Barrowman, though. You know what I mean? Cuz yeah. he is fucking awesome. And uh, and Catherine Tate in her panel had said that she was going to be at that doing a duet with, with John Barrowman, John Barrowman. as yeah. Donna. Yeah, yeah as oh, they really? were going to do it as Donna and Jack Harkness. <laughs> Yes, they did, didn't they, right at the end? Uh, yeah, yeah, they met. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, so uh, that was, it was fun. It was It was definitely, like, Tim and I were in line for a was, long time, yeah. and, like, a lot of people were shovy and pushy and frustrated, but it was it was still fun. And then we met up with Mark to go to do DC and Marvel Trivia, yes. which is where I will let you boys take it away. <laughs> uh,
2: well, my day was, like, I mean, yeah, I went to the Podcast 101, which was, it, it sounded like a good idea at the time. wasn't. Fine. It happens. Uh, and then I went to... I, I did a lot of wandering today, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like... That's one of my con things. I like to go on my own sometimes, just like mill about yeah. and like look at Explore and, and look at cosplay and see cost shit, plan, like what's yeah. going on. I didn't wander Talk to people. like Talk to randoms. But I did... I went and saw... Uh, 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 well, and they went and saw the Stranger Things guys. I went and saw William Stout speak. And William Stout is a production designer who has worked on like he worked on the, the two Conan movies, like the Arnold Schwarzenegger Conan movies. He's done work on like Men in Black. He did work on Master of the Universe, Master the Universe, which he spoke at at length, which was awesome, and a bunch had-
1: and a bunch of stuff with uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, he
2: well. he did Pan's Labyrinth yeah. specifically, and I think he's kind of like his guy now. I think he worked yeah. on some of the Hellboy stuff too. Do you
1: maybe do some of the Shape of
2: Water too. Uh, that? I didn't see anything about Shape of Water. Okay, um, but. but it's entirely possible because like yeah. his designs are very, like very reminiscent, but. It wasn't as much character work I don't think they do in that movie is paint like this guy is super talented at making creatures and stuff like oh, okay. that like he's a uh, he did design work on Jurassic Park like nice he's done illustration books that were like he did the first book that kind of changed the perception of dinosaurs in like the early 80s like, or oh, something okay. like that and like he like the the proper stance T-Rex like he was the first person to illustrate that properly and stuff like that like a, a more which which
1: know? probably means like for you and me like growing up like those were like the images of dinosaurs that we, saw, that yeah. we would be familiar with yeah. kind of thing that yeah. we that like you oh know, yeah every kid he was in showing, the early what 80s was really awesome was yeah. like
2: he was putting stuff up on screen i'm like jesus i know every illustration this, this is my stuff. childhood kind of yeah. thing yeah um because he was showing stuff like even like uh he did a bunch of bootleg covers for like mm-hmm. rolling stones and stuff like that and then ended up taking over uh like he just got hired by rhino who are uh mm-hmm. a re-release house that do like amazing work and he started doing re-release covers for bootlegs and stuff like that through yeah they're, they're doing a lot of uh re-releases of vinyl
1: albums yeah. and stuff like that but last, he's the, last like he's years. got
2: covers of like and he's a big uh ec horror guy like, oh, okay no he was he never worked for them particularly but he's a big fan of them so yeah. like he's done ramones covers that are like homages to that awesome that. so it was it was very very cool that that's like the best panel i've seen so far this weekend was just listening to this guy who's had this ridiculously like touched by god prolific kind of career fucking yeah. prolific career uh, just tell the story about how he just kind of like handled around and was just like such a good illustrator that people yeah. just sought him out Yeah. like the best story, he told two awesome stories um, one was that while he was working on Conan the Barbarian Steven Spielberg tried to headhunt him, him, poach him yeah. and his boss uh, to go work on Raiders of the Lost Ark the guy who he went with or was going to go with said no so Spielberg offered him to direct the next movie that he was producing which was an unnamed alien movie and then Spielberg was like, no, you know what? I really want to do that. I think I should do it myself. I'll pay you $10,000 and one of my points on this <laughs> movie if uh, if you let me direct it. And the guy's like, fine, whatever. I don't really want to direct it. Anyway, the movie was E.T. So, like, <laughs> the first time he would, the, the weekend, he's got one point on this movie. He calls the studio and is like, I have one of those points from Spielberg. He's like, oh, yeah, great. The points are all fucked up. Here's a million dollars. Because E.T. made $400 million in this opening weekend. Yeah. The other awesome story, which is what I, I posted shit. that I want to see your reaction to, Christy, uh, he was at Guillermo del Toro's house oh. getting pitched uh, to work on Pan's Labyrinth when Warner Brothers called. Del Toro? Del Toro gets on the phone and is like, no, I don't really want to do that. I'd rather do my small Spanish movie, which was Pan's Labyrinth. So when, he, when William Stout asked him, like, oh, what did you just turn down? He's like, oh, Harry Potter.
0: Oh my uh, god.
2: And I was like holy shit. Now I want to see Del Toro Harry Potter more than I want anything in life cuz it would be horrifying.
0: Oh, it would be so good. Yeah. So uh,
2: and then after yeah, after that we went to the trivia which was just like yeah. Christy got upset with me cuz I was getting too aggravated, <laughs> which is fine. It to was, be fair, it was of
0: like little ones in front of you. Yeah
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Um Greg um, con. You should expect yeah. to hear horrifying thing.
1: It was pretty good, though. So it was basically uh, they, they switched back and forth. They did a Marvel question, the DC question. It was a lot of comics and then like some like uh, more movies stuff, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, Mark and I were just like, oh, my God, we if, if they actually. It, yeah. Yeah. So it was the sort of thing where like the people that were participating, like the host would have to call on you to have you go up on stage and be part of it. And Mark and I were just like, oh, my God please call on triggers. us get us up there because we would have fucking just yeah I would have won I could have won percent. yeah like yeah either Mark and I I think we're really strong contenders yeah. like we yeah. definitely would have gotten into like the second and third oh, yeah, rounds absolutely. we
2: got to the second um and that second and round Wido. started getting really dodgy though like there was some real obscure like cosmic there was stuff but nobody else. knew them yeah, kind of sure. thing
1: so but it was cool it was a good structure because basically if you got up there and you if you got questions wrong or if you just weren't answering questions yeah. you would get penalized and if you got too many penalties basically you were off yeah. and so that yeah. kept a good rotation of people and the people that obviously knew their shit were the ones that were staying up there
2: yeah. um yeah, the only the only thing I have to say about that panel is that dude was obsessed with Adam Warlock on a disturbing fucking level. Like he must have brought him <laughs> up like eight times. Yeah, That's there was strange. And Pym. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, Hank Pym, Hank Pym, and uh, and he had a big thing about. He talked a lot about Superman stuff, but like weird obscure Superman stuff. Like yeah, yeah. Other than even not even weird obscure, like Superman. like
1: weird like uh, like six like Silver Age yeah. Superman stuff. A lot of that, lots of like. Who's
2: his, like, fourth girlfriend? Yeah. You know, that kind of
1: yeah. stuff. W- which of his girlfriends with the He's initials LL? Yeah. <laughs> which is three, <laughs> at least, of Superman's girlfriends. As so many. Mm-hmm. And then there's Lex Luthor, and then there's probably some shipping happening there, too.
2: There's, well, I mean, after Smallville, there's always shipping. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Ro- uh, with Rose
1: and Lex. And, and then uh, we-, we went and had dinner, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we went and had. That? No, that was it, and then yeah, then we met up with Alicia, and then we went and had dinner, and uh, best and fried chicken I've had. In, like, yeah, goddamn, long time. I, yeah, I took the guys to uh, to a place uh, very uh, like in like a block away from the Grand Conhost hotels that does uh, Gus's fried chicken, which is sort of the southeastern chain. So if any of y'all ever get down into the south, y'all, yeah. to you <laughs> uh, definitely, and you are near a Gus's, definitely try it. It's really good, yeah, it's like spicy rad. fried chicken. Uh, but yeah, so now I think we're going to head back and probably go... There's a bunch of parties tonight uh, that are, we're all like... kind of. We all just want to poke our heads into like three yeah. of them. So. so there's... Uh, well, actually, there's um, there's probably like four. There's uh, the last party on Alderaan, which is obviously That's Star Wars theme party. There's uh, the North Remembers How to Party, which is the Game of Thrones party. <laughs> there's the Ten Forward party, which is the Star Trek... And uh, there's also the Heroes and Villains Ball tonight as well, which is Countless obviously comic book stuff yeah. too. So, <gasps> hey Gordon. Um, so we're gonna go back and check out some of that stuff, and if we can stay awake long enough, uh, Dragon Con Burlesque starts at midnight, yeah. which is always super packed, but is is
2: always really. And good if we do too. go, we will definitely let you know
1: yeah well I, i'm not sure if we're able to take video in there but if i if we can i'll try and live stream some of that on the uh, facebook page so we've uh, been appreciating like the engagement you guys have been giving us uh there's been a lot but the little bit there has been has been appreciated um if you haven't been seeing it then maybe like browse to our actual like facebook yeah. page and check it because it might not just be showing up in your feeds um that, that
2: algorithm just yeah works miracles
1: yeah and, uh, and then tomorrow will be like our last full day. Uh, I think we're probably going to end up doing, uh, we're, we're probably going to end up spending a lot of time in like the vendor halls and uh, like the. Yeah, because uh, we haven't been
2: over to like Artist Alley. I have yeah. Sorry, the, I have yeah, the, the comic Artisality and pop or, like, artist or, like, area and stuff yeah. like
1: that. So, because uh, I've still got a stack of comics that I want to get uh, signed by like And you did Gail, with Simone, Gail Simone that you're going to get some shit signed. Yeah, Gail Simone and George Perez and some of the other DC, uh, DC people that are here. George Perez? Yeah, yeah, he's got. He's the only one that has like specific time slots on his schedule where he's going to be signing. So. What's well, the biggest name artist they have? Yeah, this year. yeah, and he's he's here like at least every two years, and yeah, he's yeah. always super friendly. We actually, Mark and I, walked past him in one of the uh, the habit trails, one of the like sky bridges that connect the hotels. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah, yeah it was today right. or today or last night. It was last night. Last night. Yeah, we were just fucking walking along, and then like, there's George Perez, and the thing is like. Unless you're a big comics guy, you won't know what George Prez looks like. I remember
2: like. you pointed it out and were like, "Yeah, I saw."
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, and yeah, we were just walking past, and there's George Prez walking well, the other, fair, like, the opposite way. Against this, think of how many people us.
2: who have done exactly the same thing and seen Nick Frost just around
1: yeah, around. yeah, yeah,
2: just yeah, it's,
1: uh, At least another
2: like dozen of those today. So. It's gonna, it's
1: going to be a real shame if Mark does not get laid this weekend because of his resemblance to Nick, Nick Frost. Frost.
2: Yeah. Well, I got totally clock blocked at the.
1: Bring, bring somebody back here and. No, <laughs> so no. Mark Mar- no. Mar- Mar- is staying. Mark is staying on a- an air mattress no. in our living room, literally three feet from Christy, who's sleeping on the couch. So, how- what? No. how hilarious would that be if somebody like came back here is like. Oh, you're Nick Frost? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go home with you. And then fucking <laughs> Mark, like takes her back here at our <laughs> fucking like house. Like not even like in a hotel or anything. Yeah. Like you know Nick Frost is staying in, like a fucking suite. Well he's probably like, like on the
2: like one of the penthouses at yeah, the area, exactly. or some shit. Takes like, her back he's here like, here's my air mattress. Here's my air mattress is <laughs> <Next,
1: laughs> my roommate. This is my podcast
2: <laughs> co-host. Yeah. Too. It's okay,
1: she's got headphones in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, please don't do that. Can I show
1: you my wee wee now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Scooch over to my gooch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I think I think with that, that's a good ending. So it's we'll. Pretty, it's pretty solid ending. Yeah, we'll leave you there. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll pick back up uh, tomorrow for Sunday. So say good night, guys.
0: Good night, guys.
2: Good night, guys.
1: Good night and uh, go to cons.
2: Yeah, definitely. All right. We miss you, Toronto. I miss my <laughs> much, But... All right, we will talk to you soon.